Hey, what's going on, guys? It's JC Sportcast, and we are back on the podcast for you guys today. We've got a special little episode, the offseason. Uh, last episode, we talked about the new look Maple Leafs, and we'll get into that today. We didn't have my dad on the show, but he's back today. Um, and let's get straight into things. Dad, you know, uh, first, how are you today, actually? it's It's been a crazy day. <laughs> yeah, doing great. Uh, hello, everyone. All right, guys. Now, like, um, I think if you're a certain fan of a certain uh, Canadian team, you're not going to be too happy, but we'll get into that later. Um, you know, Dad, before we talk about the Maple Leafs and, you know, their signings, we know that they signed who they signed. Um, Cal Yarncroke to 2.1 for four years. Really good signing. I know people think that, you know, he's 30 and people think, oh, my God, 30. He's old. He's not old. Um, and Pierre Engvall extended 2.25, and he's going to be UFA next year. And they also signed some death pieces like, you know, Victor Mete and Jordy Ben, just in case someone gets injured. And they both can play the left and right side. So I actually like these moves a lot. But, um, you know, if you look at the cap friendly, um, the Leafs are 1.5 over the cap. So if you were to pick two out of three players who have been highly rumored that they're going to move on from, who would you say? Now, let's start with Kerfoot. You know what? He's making 3.5. He's really valuable to this team. They see a lot in him. But, you know, he's UFA next year. He's probably going to make more than that. And I think it's time to move on from him. I think teams would be interested. Or maybe a guy like Jake Muzzin, who's making 5.6. Over the next two years, he is older, 33. So his value may start to decrease as, you know, the next offseason approaches. Um, or a guy like maybe Justin Hole, who I think is probably going to be out. He's a right-handed shot, $2 million. Um, and teams, you know, he's a right-handed shot. Teams see a lot of value in having a really good right-handed shot. He isn't the greatest, but he's a great depth piece, a great top six player. Um, but if you were to pick two out of those three that have been highly rumored to be moved on from, who would you say is probably leaving the season? I, you know, Kerford, I think definitely, uh, uh, I don't think uh, he's coming back. Um, they're going to uh, look to move him. Um, just as you said, you know, uh, yeah. just one last year left and it's a big, uh, you know, he's going to be uh, asking for more come next year. Um, yeah. So he's gone for sure. And then Muzzin, I don't know if they'll be able to move Muzzin, um, mm-hmm. uh, you know, but so I, I think the, the odd, the other odd man out is, is going to be Justin Hall. Uh, I, I think it's 2 million a, a season. Uh, you know, and, and he's, I mean, he's, you know, I, I don't think he had a bad season with us. So at uh, $2 million, I think there'll be, there'll be teams interested in him for sure. Uh, so I think those two guys are for sure uh, gone because, uh, you know, mm-hmm. uh, right now, as you, you know, we're what, uh, one and a half million over the uh, yeah. cap. Yeah. And, you know, I, I don't think it, it'd be tough for them to move on from Muzzin, but I think it's part of the business because they consider him a part of their core you know, the, he's such a valuable player in the, in the locker room and everything. He's a great player and he played really well in the playoffs. So I'm not sure if they can move on from a guy like him, but you know, that cap hit and you know, they're in cap, they're in a flat cap. So, I mean, every little dollar, every little million counts for this team and I, we'll have to see, but I'd expect at least two of those guys, I think Kerfoot and Hole are definitely out and Muzzin. I'm not sure, you know what, what they're going to do because they have one too many left-handed shots. So I don't know what to do. Do they move on from Sandine? I'm not really sure what they're thinking, but as time goes on, we'll see. And if you look at, you know, potentially, where the Leafs could fit next year. Now, I don't think the Montreal Canadiens, Buffalo Sabres will make the playoffs. Um, I don't think, you know, the Red Wings did make some great moves, but I don't think they're here, there just yet. You know, they may be knocking on the door of a wild card, maybe. Um, Boston, I, I'm not sure. I don't think Boston is, 
I don't think Boston is there anymore. You know, I think they're a year older. I don't think they're as good defensively. I think, you know, offensively, they're going to take a step back because they are obviously a year older. But if you look at the possibilities, the Leafs have a really good chance to win the division. And do you think, Dad, there's a possibility that we could see the Battle of Ontario and see the Leafs versus the Senators? Because you know what? The Sens made some good moves. I think they could push as a wildcard team this year. You know, the thing with Boston, Detroit, Montreal, any of these teams, when, when you know, these are like original six teams, yeah. uh, you know, when, when players put on that, you know, that, that jersey, uh, it, it's a different feeling. It's a different pride and they play a little bit harder, I find. Mm-hmm. So you can never really count these teams out. Uh, right, you know, right. they, they come and surprise a lot of people. As Montreal did, you know, in the playoffs a couple, you know, a year and whatever a year ago. Uh, so uh, yeah, you know, on paper, yes, I think Boston's, you know, it's it's a little, it has aged. Yeah. Uh, so uh, these guys are still kind of young and you know up and coming. Um, but uh, the moves that Ottawa has made over the over the off season, uh, you know, I, I can definitely see it. And you know, even if when you know the Leafs were flying and Ottawa was you know having you know, a few weeks that they were off. But when they play each other, it's, it's, it's a different emotion on mm-hmm. the ice when with all the players, they play us a lot harder. So, uh, yep. you know, and you play the team so many times uh, in the regular season that, uh, you know, you, you, you get that uh, hatred for, for each other. So, um, uh, you know, I, I, I definitely, I, you know what, uh, I, I think it's, uh, we, we could definitely, definitely see the battle of Ontario the way things are looking right now. Yeah, I think this. It, I I just have a feeling that it's gonna happen, and like, it's just the, these teams have stacked up pretty good on their top six. You know, I'd say the least defense is better. The goaltending, you could say, is shaky for the league. Like, you're not sure until they actually play. Like all these stuff, people are gonna speculate. You're not sure until they actually play. So we'll see how it plays out with the Battle of Ontario. And I think that's a topic of discussion more towards you know when the season's ongoing and when we're you know what maybe thirty games deep, forty games deep to see. But I I would love to see it. And if, if we're to, you know, when, when we'll obviously post our predictions for the season, I think it's a strong possibility. I think maybe Boston and the Senators may take the wild card spots. You know, it is, it's, it is, there's only two. So maybe, you know, a Metro team takes the second one. Maybe those two teams fight it out. But I do think that, you know, that there is a possibility that the Leafs can win the division and potentially play the Ottawa Senators in, in round one. Um, but let's get into the big story today. Um, now, it's been rumored, you know what, after Johnny Gaudreau left that Matthew Kachuk is probably not going to re-sign. And The Athletic came out today and said Matthew Kachuk has told the Flames that he won't re-sign long-term and a trade will likely happen soon. Um, as well as they said he would like to sign long-term in St. Louis, Las Vegas, Florida, Nashville, and Dallas. Now, I don't see Dallas happening uh, or Florida or Las Vegas because of their cap. Um, Nashville, I don't really think is a contender. I think he's probably going to go to St. Louis because obviously his dad played for St. Louis for like two, three seasons. Um, but I think that's what they're going to lean towards. Maybe a team like him, maybe a guy like him going to St. Louis. But, you know, it is funny. If you look at the top 10 players drafted in the 2016 draft class, at least every single, every single one has been traded except for Clayton Keller, number seven, and Austin Matthews first overall if Kachuk gets traded. So two out of the 10 have not been traded. But, you know, it is a big, it is a big story, but I think everyone expected it. Um, what do you think that before we get into like, you know, possible trades, what do you think of the whole Matthew Kachuk me trade? I know the reports are saying someone said 
out there. Eric Francis, who first reported Kachuk will be traded within a week. He's saying that the list is not accurate, but I guess I, I don't really think it matters. We just got to see where he goes. But what do you think your first thoughts on Matthew Kachuk wanting to leave? You know, he's coming off a 106-point season, his best season. You know, honestly, I'm sick and tired of these stars. Um, you know, uh, you know, somebody else leaves the team and then they just throw in the, you know, the towel. Say, you know what? Yeah. I, I give up too instead of to say, you know what? Bring somebody else in. I want to do this. You know, I'm a star. I can handle it. Yeah. Uh, you know, bring me somebody else that can help me. Instead, what do they do? They, you know, they throw in the white towel and say, I mm-hmm. give up, trade me. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, it's, I, I don't know where hockey's heading. It's, uh, uh, you know, I, I mean, we've been seeing that a little bit in, in, in the NBA, uh, you know, the last whatever, five, 10 years. Uh, but, you know, and starting to happen here. Yeah, I think uh, uh, in hockey that I remember, you know, guys had pride you know, with the team that they played for. You know, they had pride that, you know what, I'm going to retire with the same team. But uh, it just, I guess maybe some, some of it is the business act aspect of it too. But uh, it, it just, I, I see so many stars now just, you know, just giving up and saying, no, move me and, and uh, yeah. you know, leaving, leaving uh, teams uh, no choice. Yeah, and it's like, I, I agree with you saying, you know, it's kind of like the NBA too, like players, one guy leaves and the other guy leaves. It's just like, I, I get why he's leaving. Um, he didn't want to sign long-term and you know what? I kind of I kind of agree with his move over Johnny Hockey because at least he's telling them, you know what, I'm not going to re-sign. At least get something for the team. You know, Johnny Hockey just left in UFA as a UFA. He didn't really get anything for the team, which, you know, that, that's his right. He served his contract and he's left duty once. But at least Matthew Kachuk is getting some value for the Calgary Flames. Um, but now... First, let's get into the, the, the Leafs and before, and then I think this is a perfect segue, segue right here. Um, now, do you think there's a possibility Dad, that the Toronto Maple Leafs make a move for Kachuk? Now, you know, he is good friends with Matthews. He was on that crazy London Knights line with Mitch Marner, him, Mitch Marner, and I believe it was Dvorak, which absolutely ripped it up in the Memorial Cup. Do you think there's a possibility that they get him? Because if they do, I think it's going to cost a guy like William Nylander. Now, if you look at their career playoffs, Nylander's played 39 games. He's got 30 points. Kachuk has played 27 and only had 15 points. Um, you know what? Just last season, Kachuk had 104 points, 40 goals. Nylander, 30 goals, 80 points. Like, it, it's it's a move that could be risky. But if I'm the Leafs, I would actually do this because I think that he would be a perfect fit. He's going to get you 40 goals in the offseason. He's got that chemistry with Mitchell Marner. He's got a relationship with Austin Matthews. I think that would actually lean towards Matthews maybe re-signing right away. Um, and I think that this would be a good move because he's got that physicality and he's got that 40 goal scoring in him, but maybe, you know what? I wouldn't be mad if they kept Nylander because I'm really, really big on his game. But I think if they were to make a move, it would be William Nylander out for Kachuk. But what do you think? Do you think there's a possibility that he comes to Toronto? I think it's unlikely, but what 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 would you do the move if the opportunity was there? Well, one, first of all, I, I, I think a lot of these, uh, American born uh, hockey player, you know, especially I, I think if they come to Toronto, it's, it's a different setup. But because if when you go to a small uh, market like Calgary, Edmonton, Winnipeg, uh, it's a different life there. And then these guys have grown up, you know, in, in, in these flashy, uh, you know, different states and cities. And, and, and then all of a sudden you take them to a little small town. 
Right. Uh, you know, they, they, you know, they think that, you know, every team's like that, that they only want to play for an American team. And he's not the first guy. I think I, you know, I think he's only picked, you know, five American teams. First guy to do it. There's another guy. So uh, I think that's one thing that we have going against us for him, you know, even coming here um, is that, you know, I don't think he wants to play in Canada. Um, and, uh, you, you know, I mean, the possibility is always there, you, you know, crazy, you know, look, Wayne Gretzky got traded, so anything can happen. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I think, uh, you know, the fact that, you know, with the relationship with Marner and obviously yeah. even with Matthews, you know, I'm sure they've played enough on the national team growing up. Yeah. Uh, so it, it's a perfect setup actually for both teams. Uh, I love Nylander, but, um, I think if. If, if you know just the just the the presence that uh, Chuck brings physically, uh, mm-hmm. obviously even with his scoring, uh, I think it's something that we can we could use right now. Uh, so it would be a great great move. Uh, I would hate to see Nylander go, but I think that would really benefit us uh, if, if that works out. Yeah, I think it would. And people got a Nylander's case when they're down, you know what, in against Tampa, and he didn't he didn't really go after the puck in one of the plays where the puck was deep in Tampa zone. I mean, I, I would love this move if it would happen because, yeah, he's got that connection with them. He's really good friends with them. And I think this would be a great move. But I guess we'll see as time goes what happens with this, obviously. But there's not stuff really, there's not much, you know, rumors and speculation. It's all speculation right now because the, the story just dropped today. And um, we'll see where it goes. I think the likely landing spot is probably St. Louis. They did offer, I believe it was. Jordan Cairo and Tory Krug in a first round pick, and they said no, which, which was a pretty fair offer. I, I'm surprised they said no, but maybe they want to wait it out to see what other teams can offer. But the funny thing I saw here's two tweets. So we have first one Eric Francis. Toronto is a different animal than Calgary, but if you're a Maple Leafs fan and you don't think the threat of Austin Matthews leaving the leaving like compatriots. Goudreau and Kachuk is real. You are kidding yourself. At this time next year, the club will need to know his intentions. And another tweet, um, I believe by people say like all the time that this guy's a Leafs homer. Um, Carlo, I don't know to say his last name. Maybe you'll know that. But he's a tough off season for Calgary. But Toronto is going to be a very interesting place one year from now when Austin Matthews is scheduled to sign an extension. Hate to think about what happens if me alluding to maybe he doesn't sign the extension. Now, he also said, I feel like I need to be more clear where I stand on this. I want nothing more than Austin Matthews to be a Maple Leaf forever. Go Leafs, go. So I'm not sure why this is already, I guess because of what's happening, people are saying this, but it doesn't make any sense to me because first off, this is a year away. If, if they want to come out with this story next year, perfectly fine. Um, but this is a year away. And you know what? If he doesn't sign that extension next year when he's eligible, people, the media is going to have a field day. The haters will have a field day because people are going to think, oh, he's leaving, he's leaving. I, I don't think he's going to leave. And I'm pretty positive that I think he's going to be made belief as long as he knows the club's intentions. You know what? If they have success this year in the playoffs, I, I think that he'll probably extend in the offseason. If they can win a round or two, I, I think, sorry, they have to win a round. If you can win two, three rounds, he's easily going to extend the off season because this is a really good core group of players. And I, you know, I sent that post to, you know, one of my cousins and he said, big difference between Calgary and Toronto in terms of desirable duties to play in. And he's like, you know, you can't really compare Calgary and Toronto, as you said that, you know, the two markets, um, this is probably the biggest market in the, in the NHL, in the NHL. And to compare those two, I don't think it's going to happen. Now I know people are saying, Oh, he's the big American boy. He's not going to say that he's going to go to somewhere like LA 
I, I don't think that's happening. And people said he's going to go to the Coyotes. They don't even have an NHL arena. They're playing in a college arena. So that, that I don't know why Arizona was even brought on the picture. They may not even be in Arizona by the time he's a UFA. But what do you think that, you know, of all the whole people think that, you know, because these two left, oh, Matthews is going to leave. It, you see, these are all the haters out there that do not like Toronto Maple Leafs. So this gives them peace. Yeah, in their in their mind that oh man, yeah, I wish he leaves. So this is something they just want to say to get a reaction out of all of us that are that are Leaf fans. Um, you know, look, look, Matthew. You know, when a couple of years ago, him and Marner in the playoffs, you know, didn't score. Um, you know, nobody blamed Matthews. I mean, some people went after Marner a little bit because you cannot, you you don't question his worth. That he where he gives it his all, uh, and and you know, both both years you saw it in his face that. He was, you know, sickened to 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 be losing again, mm-hmm. and uh, you know, so nobody's, you know, so he's he's, you know, he's got the perfect setup here. He's, you know, he's loved by the fans. He's, you know, the biggest star, you know, here, uh, and and uh, you know, and and as you said, it's the biggest market uh, out there, and uh, I don't see him, you know, going to LA and all that because. In the off season, he goes to his mom's uh, village in in Mexico and stays like a month with his grand uh, grandparents uh, there. So mm-hmm. you know, I, I don't think he's that that kind of guy that he needs that kind of limelight. Um, so uh, you know, I mean, people are gonna this is gonna go on the whole year. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but uh, he's he's not going anywhere. He's uh, he's he's here for 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 the next ten years for sure. Yeah, and and like. I, I get why people are saying it. I get why the people, they're just trying to rile up the fans a bit, you know, put that doubt in your mind, but he, I, there's no way he moves. So I believe I was watching yesterday. You can sign for a player can sign for 20%. I believe they said just under 20% of the cap. So when he's a UFA, it's probably going to be 15, $16 million. And he's going to get the same around offer about teams that can, you know, obviously afford him. And he's not going to go to a team that's not going to be a playoff contender. I think he just cares about winning. He's got all those little accolades. I think he just wants to win a cup. And you know what? If they go far this year, I I truly believe he's going to sign that extension right away because I don't think he wants that over his head the entire season. Oh, is this awesome, Matthews? You know, last game is Maple Leaf here, 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 stuff like that. But, yeah, I agree with what you're saying. Um, it's just the people that just don't like the team and stuff like that. They always put that stuff out there just to put that doubt in that and that, you know, doubt in the people's minds and then that hate around the hockey team, obviously. But you know what? He like this is all spec like obviously this is another thing. It's all speculation. You're not gonna know until next offseason. So buckle up. You know what? We still got it off. We still got an actual season to play before the offseason, and we'll see where this goes. But Dad, is there anything last you want to touch up on Matthews before we get to the next topic? Uh, <laughs> no, no, I, I'm sure he's getting a nice chuckle out of it. Uh, and uh, probably, you know, it's nice to hear his name that, you know what, from, uh, arguments from both sides, you know, us saying that no way he would, he would never leave. We want him here. And other people saying, you know, that he's going to leave. So, uh, but as I said earlier, you know, he's, uh, I see him retiring here. Yeah. And, and the, you know, I saw a thing from yesterday, CJ, Chris Joth said, can we just talk about how much he loves being a Maple Leaf? Like no one really says Austin Matthews loves being a Maple Leaf. It's always, always oh, leaving. He's leaving. He's leaving. But, like he loves this team. And, you know, you saw that devastation. Like if players didn't care, I don't think you'd have that. De- he was looked like he was about to cry on the ice in that game seven. 
you know what, Matthew Nyes, who's going to be a big player coming into the offseason after he, his NCAA is done. He said, yeah, Matthews has reached out to me. You know what, he's talking about, you know, when you're ready, make the jump. You know, you don't want to be unprepared. When, you're, when you feel comfortable, make the jump. He's all involved in this team. And I think that Dubas has an open relationship with him. I think that, you know, Shanahan does. And I think that, you know, they probably communicate on what kind of players to surround him with. If, if they haven't done that right now, I think they should. And, and you know what, they should be building around his, you know, people could say uncertainty, but I think that this is probably the time to give him the captaincy too. Um, but we'll see, you know, if he becomes the captain, he basically is the captain. He's the, he's the, he's the man and he's the best player on that team. Um, and next, um, it's, it's SummerSlam season. It's SummerSlam season for you guys. And a, a big tweet by Russell votes that said in most of WWE ways, I had a source tell me this morning, they really don't like the SummerSlam card. They being the people who put it together so there, that was a bit confusing. How can people who put the card together, not actually like their own card? Like you're the ones designing it. Now, if you look at the card, um, it's got Logan Paul versus the Miz, Bianca versus Becky, which is a, for the raw women's title, Riddle versus Rollins, Morgan versus Rousey for the SmackDown women's title. Usos versus the street profits for the tag team championships. And Jeff Jarrett will be the special referee. Bobby Lashley versus Theory for the U.S. title. McAfee versus Corbin. And then, obviously, Roman Reigns again versus Brock Lesnar for the NSPD Championship. It's a lot of rematches in there. I, I, I don't get why, they do, why they're doing this. Like, it doesn't feel special at all. And, you know, there has been rumors that, you know, they're going to go TV 14, but it, it is true. SummerSlam is going to be TV 14 the first time since 2008. And this, this, this is where it's going to start. This is beginning of the TV 14 era um, is going to begin when SummerSlam on the 30th Saturday. But what do you think that, you know, these guys are the ones creating all these matchups, all these storylines, they have all the leverage. They have the, like, they have the control and they're not actually happy with their card. What, do, what does that tell you? Look, honestly, enough of Roman, you know, versus uh, Brock, like, Honestly, like I, I, I can't watch it anymore. Like, you know, you, you know, he's, this time of the year, there's not much going on except baseball. You know, you look forward to whatever. But honestly, as as you went over the card, like I was looking at it, it's yeah, I'm not interested in any match. I mean, it's just I have no idea what they what they're thinking. And then, you know, and then they, you know, they can't figure out why you know people aren't interested anymore. Why they do yeah. the viewership. Uh, you know, this is this is part of the reason. But uh, now, as you said, maybe you know the 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 ratings changed. Um, uh, you know, uh, what is it? Is it, it PG fourteen or is it, uh, I'm not sure TV, what they what TV fourteen? Yeah, or TV fourteen. Oh, okay, yeah. yeah. So uh, you know, hopefully, uh, you know, they they change things around and and uh, do it. But yeah, it's just uh, I'm not surprised that uh, that 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 you know a lot of the people aren't interested but i at the i guess you know they're kind of backs against the wall that they've got no other choice right now uh with, with you know him letting go a lot of uh, a lot of the people so uh, let's see uh you know uh, usually like i said i'm looking forward to it but uh, just this time around it's just not uh, not the same yeah, like SummerSlam, the biggest part of the summer, like when I was younger watching SummerSlam, every year was actually amazing and you look forward to it. But like, there's no, this, like, this is horrible. Like, I'm, I, like, this, it just keeps getting worse and worse. And like, it's not like I'm not even interested to watch the weekly shows. Like, I, I'm not sure what's going on. But with this whole TV 14, I hope it stops all the childish, like, gimmicks. 
it's it's obviously gonna have more coarse language. It's gonna probably have bleeding. We're probably gonna see bleeding finally after so long. And we, you better expect when Cody Rhodes comes back, he's the king of just I don't know why he loves it, but he just likes bleeding during matches. And you're gonna expect to see that. Um, but being TV 14 doesn't mean that the creative is gonna change. You yourself have to change too, and you gotta stop with someone, you know, like this bad booking, this bad storytelling, and these bad gimmicks. You just gotta go. It's wrestling. It's not like I know they're trying to be sports entertainment. It's not even called pay-per-views anymore. It's called premium live events, which I, I, I'm so confused why that's even the name. But I guess, hey, that is what it is. Um, SummerSlam is going to be on a Saturday. I think we both say that we prefer the Saturday shows because if it's on a Sunday, they're so long. You wake up in the morning, Monday morning, you've got work or something like people have got work or school, whatever it is. But yeah, I think the Saturday is better. And we're looking, we're looking to see what difference SummerSlam makes with being a TV 14 rating. But is there any last things you want to add today, Doug? Uh, you know, I just, uh, I just want to say, you know, all these teams, all these scouts, all, you know, all, all the management that goes through, you know, scouting players, you know, drafting and then developing them uh, over the years and, and, you know, to, to, to sort of rebuild a team and make it a contender. And then you have, you know, stars that just jump ship. It's really disheartening, uh, especially for the smaller market Canadian teams. Uh, you know, I don't know. The NHL, you know, I, I know Batman loves the U.S. Uh, he only wants, I think, teams there. Uh, but they've got to do something because, uh, you know, what's, what's Calgary supposed to do now? Start all over again? And uh, it's just, yeah, it's really, really disheartening. Yeah, and like, like I know the market he joined. Like people are so he joined on a small market, but like, I, I, I get his okay. I get his reasoning. What he said that you know he made a statement about Calgary. I, I feel bad for this fan base because you know they've never really caught a break. They've only won. I think they said two or three playoff series. This is a really good team. They're supposed to go far in the playoffs, and you know they they lost the best player in the world, obviously, but they didn't show up. But you know I, I'm kind of unhappy that you know Maddie Kachuk's leaving, but like. Yeah, I agree with you. Players jumping ship. We're starting to see that a bit more. And it's not something it's not something that it's good for the league because now you're going to see guys picking and choosing where they want to go, which, you know, I do feel bad for them about that. But I mean, at the end of the day, like. These players got to stay loyal a bit, too, and it's it is a bit disappointing, but that's going to be it for today, guys. Thank you guys for listening and we will see you soon.